This podcast contains coarse language, adult themes, and spoilers. Okay, so if you're more than a passing listener of this podcast, you'd know that both Peach and I have a pretty troubling relationship with taking time off. But after our journey of self-care over the past however many dozen episodes, here we are in 2022. I've just returned from an incredible trip to South Korea. Peach is about to take some well-earned R&R in Fiji. So we thought we'd take this week as... An opportunity to pause, not stop, obviously we never stop, but to pause and reflect after 141 episodes just how our mission has progressed. Now from the beginning, I wanted to see if I could help Peach, and by extension you, if you have a similar aversion to scary movies, to not only overcome the fear of horror, but learn to love the genre through some very mild exposure therapy in which I take him through a single horror Wikipedia synopsis every week. Now. I don't know if I've ever said this, but I chose this method specifically because I know that it's observed common behavior for the horror averse. You never watch a horror film, but you'll go to Wikipedia and you'll read the synopsis and you might still find that scary, but you do it because you want to know about horror. You just want to know about it within a safe space. So the idea of Spooko was for it to be this safe space, but to be more than just giving you that, quick dopamine rush of finding out about it, but actually help you overcome your fear. That was always the plan, right? So with all of that in mind, Peach, here's what I want to know. After 141 horror Wikipedia synopses, tell me, which movies could you watch and which movies do you want to watch and why? Jag, this is a characteristically good question. And it's always fun to be broadcasting live while checking your privilege of, on the one hand, you're getting anxious about, uh, you know, the job you do and the commitments you make to other people and the people who you try to help. And then, on the other hand, the immense privilege you enjoy from doing that. So uh, it's one of the great joys of this podcast is probably set out in a meme that gets shared around with lawyers from time to time. And it's that meme format of, Morpheus offering Neo the two pills, right? And the red pill is uh, self-hatred or like crippling lack of self-worth. And the blue pill is a sense of superiority to those around you. And the way that meme format works, as some of you will know, is Morpheus goes, oh, no, Neo, you took both. And I think that's very much how I feel, not only about legal practice where not a, you know I'm crippled by insecurity and desperate to do the right thing but also I say I'm the greatest of all time so that's a nice paradox similarly with horror films I feel like yeah yeah I know everything about horror films and I get it but at the same time still feel slightly too scared to watch them so like I'm really here to lean into our spooko flavored paradoxes and I'm here and I think I'm going to take the blunt force approach to answering Shag's question I'm going to go through the list of horror films we've done we'll see how far we get before, you know, anxiety about real jobs and real lives gets to me. But I'm planning to go through some of these episodes and make some comments. So strap yourself in uh, for Peach answering which Spooko movies that we've done could I watch and why. In fact, why don't we start at the bottom? Um, Oh, that was a bad mistake. Now I've got to scroll down. But uh, look, let's start at the start. The very first episode we ever recorded was Hereditary. 
could I watch that? Now, I watched the recap of Hereditary and survived, but I suspect that's only because the tone of the recap was uh, lighthearted because I'd minimised the size of the recap and because I'd sped it up. So it all had like a chipmunky sped up quality. So things like Tony Collette freaking out and crawling on the walls, things like our dude headbutting the desk, things like seeing the girl's head. I think Hereditary is a fucking nope for me. Uh, and it's a nope for those real profound spook out moments. Uh, and we're not going to go through all 141 episodes. I realized we've just covered one episode and then I was going to go to episode two. We'll just see how we go. <laughs> I'll flick through some. Saw, could I watch it? I think probably no. And I think the reason is uh, for the gore itself. So I think I could deal with the horror elements, the sort of the scariness of being locked in a room. But when we get to the moment of like, right, here's the bit where we're going to apply the saw to the leg and we're going to watch what happens there. I think that's when I bury my face in my hands and go, no, 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 no. Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors, piece of piss. Yes, I could watch that any day. Um, I think with dated horror, it sort of starts to feel like gremlins or gremlins. I think I'd watch this and be like, oh, yeah, okay, I already get that Freddy's scary. Yep, I get there's a few jump scares. Yep, I get there's a bit of very dated special effects. Um, there's nothing in a film like that that really spooks me out or worries me. I think that's a piece of piss movie that I could watch any day. It Follows, episode four. Um, I think that would probably spook me out. Um, but I think... The spook outs would be those horror elements of your like scary, very tall, eyeless man um, emerging from nowhere um, and those sort of set pieces. They're the things that would really spook me out there. I think that's one I could just barely watch through the uh, gaps in my fingers as I hold my hands over my eyes. But mm, perhaps that's a bit cocky. Yeah, I guess it follows probably not, but a tiny little maybe. Martyrs is a fucking nope. Like, are you for any of these? In fact, as I work my way through the list, I think it's the gory, bloody, tortury elements that's a nope. So I think any of the new French extremity movement, it's a nope. Because as I think about it, Martyrs, like, fuck no. Like, I don't want any of that used torture as a path to enlightenment trash. Uh, so it's a bloody huge nope for Martyrs. Ringu, yep, that just feels like uh, an X-Files episode from this point of view. And I think that's partly because I already know the terrifying spook out at the end. And I think because we get a version of that spook out in the recent Doctor Strange film, essentially where um, Ms. Olsen, whose uh, Christian name I've forgotten, crawls out of the glass in a sort of, um, you know, jittery, um, slightly spasmodic sort of uh, way and I think that's like an echo of our villain from Ringu and I suspect that's the scariest part of the film so apart from being moody extremely long a bit confusing and a bit boring I think Ringu I could watch Hellraiser piece of piss uh, I could watch that easily because even though it's quite bloody I expect that it's slightly played blood it's not that brutal blood of for example episode 8 Hostel nor is it brutally scary and horrific like your hereditaries, I think it just has that layer of camp and the extra dose of datedness of the special effects that would be like, oh, look out for the tomato sauce. So I feel like Hellraiser I could watch. Hostel fucking nope. Like, yeah, the torture porn, gore, new French extremity, awful stuff. 
I think that's the one I avoid. Um, I think that's the one that still bears the spook out. And I think that means that in my horror journey, jump scares, yeah, they happen and you're going to get them and I just need to expect that. Um, horror stuff of horrific things happening, yep, that's also going to happen too and I need to just accept it. But I think getting to that tortury, gory, sadist infliction of pain stuff, I think that's too far for me to be comfortable with. So Hostel and Nope. Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, Piece of Piss, would watch that any day. That's just kooky and campy. Us, I feel like that's one I could watch but would sort of do it through the gaps in my uh, in my fingers as I'm holding them in front of my eyes. I think they'd be really scary moments, especially, you know, the moment with the house that, that, I, that I think is probably iconic where we've got the dad doing what all dads would do, which is be like, yeah, come on then, like, let's go. And then the response to the only move a dad like me has to make (laughs) is a complete response that undermines the only move dads have to make. So us would spook me out. Uh, Only 131 movies left to comment on, team, so strap yourself in. Let's try to do a couple more. The Descent, I think, is too freaky. I'd freak out. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Now, I think that causes me to walk back my earlier comment. I think I might have said something like, old films are too campy to be scary. And I know that's not exactly what I said, but but that's sort of something that is probably a, an implicit comment in some of the things I said earlier in this voice memo I'm sending Shag. I think Texas Chainsaw Massacre is an example where that's not accurate. I feel like it's grubby enough. Um, I feel like it's upsetting enough that I'd still be too scared to watch it. And even the age of the film... And I'm sure the campiness of some elements wouldn't save me from that. Blair Witch Project, uh, the horror of that, too scary. Sporloos, The Vanishing, I'd watch but would be freaked out about the end, would fuck me up. It. Now, funnily enough, It Part 1 and 2 are the ones that I'm focused on that are looming into view now as ones I think I would watch in uh, company. So I think I'd sit down next to Shag, he'd grab a heaps normal, I'd grab a Resh's. And I think I'd watch it part one and it part two because the firstly there's no torture porn as I understand it, and the scary bits are your sort of jump scare horror type stuff that can be explained away or laughed away. And I think that through this journey, I've come to learn that the jump scare is a technique that is quite sort of cheap. And I think we spoke a couple of years ago about that element in improvisational comedy where you can go, oh, hey, my name's Peach, huh? Oh, fuck shit, bum, and I pooed out my penis, blah, And you say, you know, just random stuff. And you get a laugh because you're just saying something goofy, but it's there's something cheap to a laugh like that. And I feel like that's similar to the jump scare where you just go, hey, everything's normal. Oh, kaboom! Something scary just jumped out. And... I think one thing this podcast has helped me do is to sort of see through the profound terror of a jump scare and to understand that everyone's going to jump when just something surprising happens. And that doesn't necessarily mean I'm too much of a scaredy cat to watch a horror film. And the reason I say that's relevant for it is because I think the greatest power it has as a horror film is mixing those horror elements that would be sort of yucky and gross and make me feel bad with a couple of jump scares of like, kaboom, it's me, Pennywise or Peabody or whatever he's called going, kaboom, here I am. 
And I think I can deal with that. Uh, Bubba Duke. Oof. I think the power of the metaphor at the heart of the Bubba Duke makes it a brilliant film that I deeply respect, but I think I'd be too freaked out. Friday the 13th, whatever, which would freak me out, but I'd probably do. Drag Me to Hell, I feel like, has the campy elements, and I know we mentioned the Doctor Strange film that Sam Raimi directed earlier. I think Drag Me to Hell would have similar elements. Now, strap yourself in, because the discussion of the next 121 episodes, we're really going to go deeper, and I'm really going to take you into my subconscious, and I'm going to share a little bit of political commentary as well that those fucking lamestream media won't let you in on, and I'm going to take you behind what the machine doesn't want you to think about. So here we go. Now, sheeple, tune out. Anyone who wants to know the truth, time to take that red pill and let me share some secrets with you. Okay, so the most important thing we need to understand firstly is... Uh, this was recorded at FBI Studios. Please like, subscribe, and follow wherever you can and as much as you can. And Resh's, what's up?